Welcome to the Healing Place Church devotional podcast. Join us Monday through Friday for a new daily devotional each day from the Healing Place Church pastors and staff. We hope this podcast will help you grow in your faith and will be a blessing and a resource to you as you pursue God daily. Hello, welcome to today's devotional. We've been going through the book of Acts, exploring the birth of the early church and the exploits of the Apostle Paul. Today we'll be reading out of Acts chapter 24, starting in verse 24. Read with me. A few days later, Felix came back with his wife, Drusilla, who was Jewish. Sending for Paul, they listened as he told them about faith in Christ Jesus. As he reasoned with them about righteousness and self-control and the coming day of judgment, Felix became frightened. Go away for now, he replied. When it is more convenient, I'll call for you again. He also hoped that Paul would bribe him, so he sent for him quite often and talked with him. After two years went by in this way, Felix was succeeded by Portius Festus. And because Felix wanted to gain favor with the Jewish people, he left Paul in prison. Okay, what's going on here? So the Apostle Paul has been arrested uh, for his faith. The Jewish leaders have trumped up charges against him and convinced the Roman officials to put Paul in jail. But Paul is a Roman citizen and therefore is afforded certain legal rights when it comes to the justice system. One of those rights is he has the right for his case to be heard by Roman officials uh, up to and including Caesar, if that's what he so chooses. So this guy, Felix, is a Roman official who is responsible for deciding on Paul's case. But their legal system was a little more uh, shall we say, flexible than ours is. And so it was really up to the local magistrates how they handled cases. They could kind of hand out judgments according to their own wisdom or opinion. And so Felix is really dragging his feet here. He's making Paul come before him over and over again over the course of two years, really hoping to get a bribe out of Paul to let him go, but he doesn't want to come out and say that he wants a bribe, and so he just kind of keeps this relationship going, this nebulous state of Paul's legal status. And so finally he is appointed a new position, somebody else comes in and takes his place, and Paul is left in legal limbo, so to speak. But what can we learn from this encounter that Paul has with a bureaucracy that does not care about him? Well, aside from the, the legal implications here and the religious and cultural things that are going on, I'd really like us to focus in on these two men, Paul and Felix. Paul is a Christian. He loves Jesus and he has dedicated his life to spreading the gospel. Felix is not a Christian. He is a pagan Roman. He's married to a Jewish wife, so he has some context for what Paul's talking about when he discusses Christ, but he doesn't believe. A lot of us probably most of us, spend a significant amount of time with people just like Felix. They don't really know Jesus. They're not Christians. They may have some inkling about the Bible or something they heard in Sunday school when they were a kid or just through cultural osmosis. They have some inkling of Jesus, but mostly they're not interested. How do we respond to people like that who they're in our lives. They don't really want to know about the, the gospel. They don't care that we're Christians. They know that we are, but it doesn't seem to pique any interest in them. 
What are we supposed to do? Well, I think Paul gives us a great example. Firstly, Paul doesn't allow his personal circumstances to prevent him from sharing the good news. I think a lot of times we are just trying to make it through our day. And a guy like Felix, a guy who's disinterested in the gospel, might just seem more of an inconvenience, especially if, like Paul, they're in charge and they've got control over your life. Man, what are you supposed to do with somebody like that who is lost, but they're your boss or they're your teacher or they have some power over you? It'd be easy just to keep your head down and keep moving, but Paul doesn't do that. Paul speaks repeatedly about the good news, about mercy, about forgiveness, about judgment, and about all the things that the Bible teaches us are true. Paul doesn't let the fact that he's in jail, the fact that he's on trial, prevent him from sharing the good news. And I want to encourage you, no matter what your circumstances are today, I believe there's a way that you can find space in your day to share Christ with somebody, whether it be through your actions, through your kindness, through your generosity, or even through opening your mouth and sharing what God has done in your life. We all have opportunities that we can take to share Christ. The second thing we see uh, from this interaction between Paul and Felix is that Paul didn't give up on him. He didn't have a lot of choice about whether or not he would show up to the meetings with Felix, but he certainly had a choice to stop hoping, certainly had a choice to stop sharing and believing that God could do something in Felix's life. I mean, Felix is very open about this. I'll talk to you when it's convenient for me. He's not having this huge supernatural moment with the presence of God. He's just disinterested, self-interested even, doesn't care what Paul has to say, but he's willing to keep talking, willing to keep listening. I think sometimes when we encounter people in our lives who, man, it's just not working the way we hoped it would, right? When we share Jesus with them, we're living as best we can in front of them and they just don't seem to care. Paul never gave up hope. And I have to believe that Paul was going back to his cell at night and praying that God would save Felix, that he would open his eyes. Paul didn't allow months, even years of fruitless conversations to deter him from continuing to believe that God could do a work in Felix's life. I want to encourage you, whoever that person is that you've been witnessing to, who you've been praying for, don't give up on them. I believe that God put you in their life for a reason, and he wants to use you to reach them. Finally, we see that Paul, the greatest evangelist ever, a man whose gospel presentation was so winsome that the Romans had to change his guards every hour because they kept getting converted to Christianity because they happened to be standing next to Paul. This man is unable to convince Felix to give his life to Christ. For whatever reason, the gospel does not land in Felix's heart and produce fruit. Now, you can't say it's because Paul wasn't a good evangelist. He's the best that ever was. What's going on? I don't know. Ultimately, the way people respond to the gospel is between them and the Lord. We don't have any control over that. And I want today maybe to give you a little bit of freedom. If you've been anxious about your witness or about someone in particular you've been trying to share the gospel with, you can be free of that. Whether or not they say yes to Christ is 100% between them and Christ. All we can do is present the good news 
through our words and through our lifestyle with the most integrity that we can, the most clarity that we can. You're not responsible for whether or not they surrender their lives to Jesus. Even Paul, at some point, had to let Felix go. Felix moved on. This other guy, Portius Festus, was now in charge. Paul probably never saw Felix again. I don't know if he got saved later. Maybe he did, maybe he didn't. That's not the point. The point is Paul was obedient and opened his mouth and shared the good news and took advantage of the opportunity that he had. And the rest is up to God. The same is true for you. At work, at school, wherever you go today, grocery store, gym, whatever, share Jesus, be kind, let people see Christ in you, and then release them to the work of the Holy Ghost in their lives. Amen? That's all we can do. Father, we love you. Help us today to be men and women who are bold and courageous to share the gospel with those around us. Let us not be timid. Let us not let circumstances or our situation prevent us from sharing Jesus with those around us, but rather, God, make us mighty warriors for the kingdom today, that we would share Jesus with our hands and with our mouths in everything that we do. God, I pray for anybody who is uh, laboring under a burden for someone in particular to be saved. Lord, I pray that you would rescue those people, save them, God, bring them into your kingdom. We're believing, Lord, that you're going to expand the family of Jesus today, that today would be the day of salvation for them. And whatever happens, God, we release it to you. You love them, and we trust you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen, amen, amen. Thank you for listening. Take a moment to subscribe so you don't miss any of the daily devotionals, and be sure to share with your friends. For more information about HPC, visit healingplacechurch.org.